This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go. It's the panel portion of the Oakley Show into hour three now. Topics worthy of discussion brought to you by Pizzaville, pound 3636. Joining us in studio, David Wills, Senior Vice President of Media Profile. That's a leading Toronto public relations agency. Hello, David. Hello, John. Good to be here. Great day for talk radio. Thank you. Good to have you here. Took you a while, but you've learned. I've learned, yeah. <laughs> okay. Michael Diamond, campaign strategist and political commentator with Upstream Strategy Group. How's Michael? You know, I think I'm the last person in Canada to not resign. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you, you are a resigning now. kind of fella. <laughs> and Peter Sherman, rounding out the panel, broadcaster, businessman, former MPP. How's the Shermanator? Great to be back with you. It's been a month, and I've been uh, off the radio for a couple of weeks and flying thousands of miles. And to be with you, that couldn't be better. You're off the rails as well, my friend. I know. Hey, l- let me ask, things that are going off the rails for this Liberal Party, and uh, I'll throw it around the horn because it's been brought up by uh, previous speakers in the last hour, Lisa Raitt leader uh, of the, well, Oops. the uh, deputy leader of the official opposition. And uh, we also heard from an NDP person uh, out Essex way. So David Wills, I mean, uh, there seems to be uh, this, I guess, consensus building, certainly within the opposition. Sometimes they don't always see eye to eye on matters, but I mean, Lisa Raitt, uh, Charlie Angus, they're all sort of like fellow travelers in this play, uh, all calling for a public inquiry or RCMP investigation. Does this thing deserve that now? Well, I think they're trying to build a case that it deserves it, and I think they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, you know, they're asking a lot of questions, and you know, you got to remember that was that was the NDP's position from the beginning. The Conservatives want him to outright resign. Uh, I think that as information is coming out, there's, you know, we just there's more and more questions that come. Uh, I do think it's worthy of uh, of some sort of independent look at it. Uh, but you know, I I hate to say this, I don't think it's uh, sticking to them the way that. Uh, uh, that they want it to stick to them. Well, all right. Just as a follow-up, uh, why is it not? I mean, uh, earlier this morning, and again, hearing from a lot of people, uh, they were not impressed by Justin Trudeau. They didn't think he uh, acquitted himself uh, in a strong enough way. No apology forthcoming. You know, just suggesting that this was really all about jobs, and that was the whole M.O., and uh, was justifiable, even laudable, that they would be protecting 9,000 jobs. I, you know, I think that there's the the people who don't like the prime minister. This has emboldened them. They really don't like him now. And the people who did like him, who do like him, are really disappointed. And I think that's the that's the difference there. If like, oh, I'm disappointed. You know, the my mother's been disappointed in me a number of times, and she still invites me over for dinner. And I think that that's going to be the challenge for both parties going forward. Is how do you take that disappointment and turn it into a vote switch? All right, uh, let's hand it over to Michael Diamond. You're uh, part of the upstream strategy people, so you, a campaign strategist. Uh, is he vulnerable to a point where this could really uh, severely hamper his electoral chances? I, I think he is, and I think it's not about this issue. It's about diminishing of the brand. Canada's back. There's a new way of doing things. And now Justin Trudeau, who came in on this wave of optimism and that we need to replace politics as usual, has done politics as usual. So he's not living up to the expectations that he set for himself and the new criteria of how we should govern uh Effectively, his only real accomplishment is bungling the legalization of cannabis, and I think it's going to leave a lot of folks looking. What 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 does real? He called it real change last time. Well, what's real change? And if I, you know, uh, the conservatives can dust off those he's just not ready ads and run them this time because I think there should be a lot of buyer's remorse. All right. Well, Sherman, I mean, is there a credible call for a public inquiry or RCMP investigation here? 
I don't believe so. And and coming from me, this will be a surprise. Uh, first of all, I'm with Michael in, in terms of uh, the brand, the Trudeau brand. But I got a call. I'm going to tell you this story. I got a call from a politically savvy guy who said to me, uh, can Trudeau be prosecuted for breaking the law? I said, Trudeau hasn't broken any law. In fact, as much as I, I dislike this guy and I think he's a kid in short pants and I think those short pants are part of an empty suit, he didn't do anything wrong. His job is to represent uh, the constituents of Papineau, he did that. The issue is optical, it's optics. And that, translated for regular people, is perception equals reality. So uh, what he appears to have done is strong-armed as Minister of Justice, Attorney General. People don't like that. It's like me being his buddy, so I get a pass on robbing a bank. It's just not cricket. So he hasn't apologized in any real way for doing this. He doesn't appear willing to do that. Uh, he will pay for this, but it won't be through an inquiry. I don't think. I think with Michael, it'll be electorally uh, because of that and a number of other things where he just hasn't been the guy who uh, we saw in 2015. All right. So the diminished brand is the unkindest cut of all, but no obstruction of justice. That that dog won't hunt. Is that what you're saying? I don't think there's been any obstruction of justice, and I'm the last guy who's going to give Trudeau a pass. Okay, but you know, the argument of political interference in a criminal prosecution, David Wills, does that well, not meet the, the, the test? I'm not sure he's interfering in a criminal prosecution. I think, you know, Peter's right on this. He It's one step removed from that. He was asking whether a certain part of legislation could be applied against this and whether the attorney general could look at that. And he applied the pressure there. He wasn't saying come to this decision and let them off, which would be the interference. So I think Peter is right, is that he hasn't, I think it's very clear that he hasn't broken a law. It's just whether he has broken trust. And I think this is what Michael's getting at, which diminishes the brand. Has he broken the trust? Has he disappointed us uh, in the approach on these kind of things? Uh, but I don't think there I don't think there is a breaking of a law here. All right, but if you're pressing and persistent, uh, let's say in actually uh, you know <laughs> maybe soliciting something or uh, talking to a, a, a coworker, HR would cite you for harassment. Um, maybe like you know I guess that that's the thing is that, you know what was from what we've learned from from both uh, the former attorney general and from uh, Gerald Butts yesterday, it you know it doesn't sound that, uh, but like, you know, it's, you know, they, she, you know, they're saying we didn't realize that she was this entrenched. She should have told us, which I didn't think played very well as a, as a line or anything like that. And the, um, but you know, I do think that it's where, where is that line? What's it all about? Uh, oh, all right. Sorry. That's, Carry uh, on. Is, uh, is that the prime minister? Do we need, do we need to take this? It's Jerry oh, Butts. Wait, He's looking that. for work. <laughs> Pizzaville here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Pizzaville. He's going to deliver. Uh, so, all right. On that matter, though. Uh, so they fumbled the message. Uh, that's what we're saying is obviously overt uh, to most of uh, the yep. Canadian public. Well, I thought today we were going to we were going to hear, you know, I've reflected on this. I've listened to all these people. Clearly, she felt that we were uh, inappropriate in our pressure. And for that, I apologize. And then we're going to separate out the two roles. Roles. I thought there was a chance to turn the page, and I'm listening to the press conference. I'm waiting for that part. Didn't come, and then the the excellent reporter from Global News said the the question was, Prime Minister, are you apologizing for anything today? Right. And it was just sort of everything that he said got deflated from there, and I think that was well. The he, he compounded the problem by saying, "Yeah, I'm going up to a Kalawit." Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, God that, knows that he's came, apologized to everybody else. Well, and that's what he's doing. But but I think that came like when I listened to it, and I th I thought the same thing that that came across as flip when it was not 
the right time for that. Right. All right. Uh, so in tonality, he's, uh, but see, this is part of the brand. And uh, this is the thing that maybe Canadians have had it up to here. And I'm holding my uh, hand now just under my bottom lip. They've had it up to there with this guy. Haven't well, they? well, exactly. Government's serious business. And I think this is a fellow who's just not particularly serious and not up to, up to the job. He's just not ready, as we heard repeatedly in 2015. And I wish more people had uh, paid attention to that. But Justin Trudeau today, actually, I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, you don't want to apologize if you're a politician. You don't want to admit you did something wrong. But I think he had an opportunity that none of his predecessors had because we know he sees himself not as an administrative prime minister, but a figurehead prime minister, sort of combining the role of the governor general, but being elected and leading a party and that he he's a ceremonial position almost. He could have gone out and none of his predecessors could have done this and said, look, you all know that I'm not the smartest guy around. I'm not the most serious. I don't take my job seriously. I was misled by really bad staffing and Jerry Butts is gone and Katie Telford will see you later and I'm bringing David McNaughton back from Washington to to steer this ship because we need to give the Canadian people a team to support me that they deserve but no one else could have done that Trudeau may have been able to get away with it I'm guessing yeah. liberal speechwriter is not on your resume is it <laughs> I'm an empty suit that even Tom can't fill listen <laughs> I, whoa right I'm I got a, a mediocre man but uh, anyway other than that what you, John if the guy had gotten up there today and he said you know we have a problem there are two problems here one is we have a minister of justice who has a duality acting as attorney general Mm -hmm. and we have to split those and i am the prime minister but i'm also the mp from papineau and we have to find a way to split those i apologize for having put on my papineau hat and represented my constituents and tried to do something for the people of quebec uh, which i thought was appropriate and i did it um by um requesting, I wouldn't say strong-arming or pressuring, requesting that the Attorney General have another look at that. I was wrong, and for that, I am deeply sorry. We are going to make the appropriate changes so that this can never happen again. Boy, everybody would have been happy. He didn't do that. Well, if not necessarily happy, uh, it might have stanched whatever the bleeding is and uh, mitigated the damage. And, you know, how do you then attack a guy who's being contrite and falls on a sword very publicly? Uh, He assumes the vulnerable position, and anybody who's piling on looks like a blue meanie. And uh, that's part of the strategy and the positioning here in the public's perception. So has he squandered this reservoir of goodwill that he's built up over the first three and a half years, David Wills? I, I don't think so. I don't think it's, I think that's a little too strong. I think it has wounded him and it, I think it has taken away the ability for them to drive a narrative right now. I don't know if that this has the legs to be a ballot question, but it is going to be a bag that he is going to carry through that next election and how heavy that bag is, is yet to be determined. The dike is breached for sure. And when you're elected on style and not substance, uh, having your style uh, hit like this will be problematic in October. And it's not the first time, obviously. Precisely. The whole, uh, I'm guessing the campaign now from the conservative perspective are going to be, you know, showing the costumes from India and boom, boom, boom. Could they bring back the mantra, uh, still not ready? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to dust those ads off and run them coast to coast. <laughs> the, the only advice I'll give you there is, I'm not sure your lawyer, your leader has got a background that says, I'm ready. I've got the experience. Here's He's, the line. He, he wasn't, was he? Oh, there, that's better. <laughs> that might need an asterisk and some explanation. You know, you know what the one problem with those ads are for Justin Trudeau? Uh, if you look at previous prime ministers and previous presidents, how much they age in the role. And his hair is still really, really nice. 
Well, that's right. Uh, you know, too much time relaxing with the Aga Khan down in Eleuthera <laughs> or wherever that is. All right, we'll come back because there's something instructive by way of this whole thing that's embroiled the Trudeau government uh, as far as Doug Ford is concerned as well. Uh, I won't call it scandal, but uh, certainly around the edges, you can see that this was maybe a, a lapse in judgment. We'll come back as that is a topic worthy of discussion with our panel, David Wills, Peter Sherman and Michael Diamond on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. What has become clear through the various testimonies is that over the past months, there was an erosion of trust between my office and specifically my former principal secretary and the former Minister of Justice and Attorney General. I was not aware of that erosion of trust. As Prime Minister and leader of the federal ministry, I should have been. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.